Hello there, everyone. Welcome to Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast and the video cast where we teach you how to make money, how to travel the world, and how to make a difference. And uh, some of the themes on the show is we love talking about family, we love talking about business, and of course, we love talking about travel as well. And we love interviewing fellow dads, fellow entrepreneurs, fellow authors, fellow world travelers on our show. And we have an amazing one on the show here today. Our guest today, his name is Jason Pockerand. And uh, he has a website called jasonprockerin.com. He's the author of, author of Father Daughter Conversations. Yes, that's right, Father Daughter Conversations. And you can get a free version uh, by going to the website, fatherdaughterconversationsbook.com. You can get it uh, free, delivered anywhere in the world as long as you pay shipping and handling. Uh, he's also quite active in the e-commerce space. And uh, he also helps authors, just like you, just like me, creating book funnels. So we'll be talking all about um, Jason's uh, coaching, his e-commerce, his books, his book funnels, and much more. So Jason, how are you doing today, my friend? Doing fantastic, bud. How are you, Ricky? Doing amazing, doing amazing, Jason. So one of the things we like to do on a show is to get to know our guest story. We don't do the traditional bios. We want to get to know the depth of your story. I know your story is like a, a long one, but why don't you summarize it, summarize it, boil it down, and simplify it into a couple of minutes for all of the guests who are listening and watching from around the world. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me on the show. I appreciate you uh, taking time out to uh, have this conversation and let me share some insight with the fellow fathers out there. Um, so in a nutshell, in a nutshell here, you know, my, um, I had a, I lost my dad. I was 17 years old and I lost my dad to a battle with prescription pills. Um, so I became fatherless at a fairly young age. And from that journey, I had, you know, chose education as my drug of choice. Uh, I went and spent the next few years at college, you know, following the American dream, got a degree, thought I'd get a good job, um, wanted to save the world and change these lives for some young men. And um, things didn't quite pan out. I had $19,103 in student loan debt that I accumulated as well um, because of it. Found my lovely wife or my girlfriend, who's now my wife at the time. And we had gotten engaged. We paid, uh, went through Financial Peace University. I discovered the self-help industry at that time, you know, and that's when I first kind of got the bug to, to write a book or become a coach and started to believe for the first time that that was actually possible. And um, I fell in love with Dan Miller and John Acuff and all that, you know, those guys. And then that was when it all happened for me. And, you know, you speed read a little bit here. We went through Financial Peace University. We paid off half of our debt. We saved up cash to pay for uh, you know, to pay for our wedding. We bootstrapped that. Um, we got married and then um, fast forward to a job that I couldn't stand for two years. Got a little depressed. I was working third shift and then finally just left and met my coach and invest, you know, had my epiphany and invested in myself and started my own personal coaching. And, and then a month and a half later, I was getting coaching clients and helping people change their lives. And then out pop came the first book, the Confident Father's Guidebook. And then some more clients, a TEDx talk, a few other things. And then the second book came out last year. And, and ever since then, it's just kind of been a personal mission since I had my daughter as well uh, three years ago to just, you know, serve other fathers, fatherless fathers, and then dads that want to do, do business, dads doing business and helping them kind of discover their purpose and passion and live a legacy. So you did a phenomenal job, my friend, of summarizing your whole life in just three minutes. Good job. <laughs> I know Thank it's you. a hard one. It's a hard one, especially when I don't prepare my guests. I like to just do it off the cuff because then the guests can be real. They don't have to have this pre, um, pre-written pre story. They can just speak from the heart. So I love the fact that you shared that. 
Um, I love especially this whole thing about fatherless fathers. That's a topic we haven't actually covered too much on the show yet. Um, and uh, there's obviously like the physically fatherless fathers and also there's like emotionally in terms of like the absent relationship fatherless fathers. So I would love to hear about your whole healing journey uh, in terms of how did that affect you uh, in every dimension and how did you get healed from that? Sure. So, I mean, it was, to be honest, it was, it was one of the longest roads in my life. Um, so I lost my dad when I was 17 years old. Um, I didn't know where to go. I didn't know what to do. Um, um, ironically enough, the, I was sitting at home. I was at, I was at work one night on third shift. Quick story. I was working third shift with a friend of mine and I was just so irritated and frustrated with the debt and being caught up in everything. And so I Googled for financial peace university and I was looking for a class and it was a Saturday night and I actually found a class that started that very next day on Sunday. And so I was at a local church and I found it. And the individual that taught the class was Pastor John from the church. And it turned out he had actually lost his son to leukemia when he was 21 years old. So he was teaching a class as well called Grief Share. And so he invited me to come through that. And it was the end of the year I'd went through the Grief Share class. And I was going through that process and kind of just, you know, rediscovering God as my father and healing that wound and and going through some of the process myself. And, and it was in that class, there was an 80 year old woman named Alice. And I remember I was sitting there telling her about my life and what I wanted to do. And, and she says, have you met Terry King? And I said, no, I haven't. She said, well, he's a life coach in the area. You should go get a hold of him. And so I did the only thing that made sense. And I waited another three months before I reached out to Terry. <laughs> and then, uh, and then finally, when I did, you know, the, the rest is history, like they say. I mean, I met him and within a couple of weeks, you know, he had said, listen, Jason, like if you want to if you want to do this thing, if you want to serve other men, if you want to be a coach who gets paid, then you need to discover your value and you need to go tell the world what you're worth. And then it was a couple of weeks after that, I put together a little event, uh, uh, put together PowerPoint slides and did a financial coaching for people. And I put on my first live event and I had my wife, Terry. And one friend that I worked with at the daycare at the time show up. And that was the very first night. Um, my friend Mandy actually paid me $20. And for that, and until this day, I look at that as, as the first night that I actually got paid to be a coach. Or I was a coach that got paid. And it, it all just kind of transformed since then. Well, as the saying goes, uh, don't despise the day of small beginnings, as it says in the Bible, right? Uh, I happen to be a fellow Christian as well. So, uh, you know, I, I definitely encourage people to find that healing. From God, in terms of if you don't have a father figure, you can find the healing from God the Father, just like what you did. But also getting that support from other fathers um, in your community, and then getting the guidance and support from coaches, mentors, um, and other that. So, tell us about like um, you've got the healing, and now you're able to help others. Tell us about uh, how you work when you're working with other dads who have similar issues, uh, either the physical loss of a dad or the emotional relational loss of a dad. How do you help them? Well, I do a lot of the, the majority of the work I do somewhat based on the coactive coaching model. So it's kind of the idea that, you know, you're not, we are all creative. We're completely creative, resourceful and whole. Um, I don't feel that most people, uh, people are broken or damaged or wounded. And it's kind of that concept where, you know, your therapist is going to take you from where you were to where you are. But when you come to work with me and you get to that point where you're coachable and you're ready to, to, you know, be a dad that's doing business or to take care of that point, you know, we have to look, we have to take a look at where you are today and where you want to be. And my job is to be that forceful guy at times that helps you push you and help get you from where you want to be. 
So for a lot of people, you know, especially during the healing process of being fatherless, whether it is divorce, death, or abandonment, you know, in my opinion, all three of them make you a fatherless father, whether you admit it or not. Um, and some people like that still need that counseling component. So I look at coaching as a compliment, sort of the counseling for a lot of people. I don't like to ever, you know, replace them or not, but, um, but as you understand coaching individuals as well, there's a place where you have to get to, where you have to be ready to get to the next level and you have to be willing and open to just kind of do the work and get pushed a little bit out of your comfort zone. And that's what my job is. And that's how I work with men to just, you know, help them discover that they're worth more than the stories they've been telling telling themselves and that they're better and more capable. You know, I help, I help men. Uh, I tend to help fathers that want to become, be the father their father couldn't be. And depending on how they interpret that, you know, whether my dad was an alcoholic and I'll never drink or my dad cheated and I'll never cheat or my dad just didn't get a good shake at life and didn't get the chance to live a legacy. Therefore, I'm going to be the father that does live my legacy. We focus a lot on that. So, Love it, my friend. I do very similar things to you. So we're definitely kindred spirits there. And we're kindred spirits in terms of being both passionate about books. So you have mm-hmm. a couple of books already. Tell us about both those books and what are the themes and topics of those uh, books you've written. Absolutely. So the, um, thanks for asking. The first book was The Confident Father's Guidebook. That's Five Steps to Personal Transformation. Uh, rediscover your worth and live the life you desire today. Uh, that was the first self-published book. Um, I got into the point, um, truthfully, when I look back at it, the interesting piece about that was that the reason I actually wrote that book was essentially because I felt like I didn't have a voice in my family. Um, so growing up and then having lost my lost my father, and nobody really listened to me, you know, and I didn't have anyone to talk to about it and no one to express it. So, um, so you know, I got carried away and wrote a book. And then, uh, and then I got tired, you know, I heard everyone, you know, and you probably listen to these people, like everyone wants to write a book and I want to write a book. I'd love to write a book. I'd love to write a book. And I'm like, I spent $11 on a Udemy course from Nick Loper and I wrote a book. Like it wasn't easy. You know, the writing part, I tell people all the time, the writing the book wasn't necessarily easy, but if you want to publish a book, it's really not that hard. (laughs) Um, Selling, it's a whole nother story as well, but um, so I think there's so many people in this world that have a message that just, you know, don't take the time to sit down and actually make it happen. But so that was the first book. And then last year was Father Daughter Conversations. And that stemmed, uh, that was birthed from me having a daughter and 28 years old, realizing I was going to be a dad for the first time and realizing that it was a, a girl. Um, I realized that I don't know how those things work. Um, and so uh, so I put together a compilation of stories. I put myself and 10 other dads and they all contributed a chapter. And I just went out searching for the best dads with the most sage wisdom that they could give me so that selfishly I could have the Bible for daughters and uh, for raising my daughter. And so 10 other dads put in a chapter about their best advice. And then I went through and compiled conversation starters at the end of each chapter, which I'm most proud of um, for dads to read the book take it in, soak in the information, and then interact and engage with their daughters and help connect and better engage and live more fully with their daughters on a weekly basis. Or Yeah, love it, uh, Jason. Love both of those books. So let's go through those books. I want to ask a couple of questions. So let's ask, uh, let, let me ask you about the first one. Um, you said there's five steps to personal transformation. I would love for you to outline those five steps for all of our listeners and viewers over there on iTunes and the podcast directories and, of course, on YouTube. So what are the yeah, five steps? Absolutely. So got it right here. Got my copy. Advanced reader's copy. So we have step one is that you need to understand and believe that you 
do not need to struggle. Step two is to believe you are worthy of greatness. Step three is choose. Step four is one of my favorites, is to recognize, identify, and eliminate the voices in your head. And step five, if the box doesn't fit, step outside of it, tear your box apart once and for all. That is such a great uh, last step for us digital nomads. We don't have a box. We right. live in the globe and we just figure it out as we go. So I love it, love it. Uh, and then you have the second book all about father's daughters. So I would love for your wisdom there because you've interviewed and talked to you and uh, you know, um, had just 10 contributors. So what are the main tips for us dads? I, I have three kids and so one of them is a daughter. She's six years old and I got two sons who's four and two. So tell us, tell me and tell all of our listeners of yours with uh, daughters how they can be the best father to their daughters. Well, a few points is the first one is going to be to fully, to be fully present. So one of the most important components that I feel is that, you know, dads today are just so consumed with their work and their jobs. And even for us as entrepreneurs, if it's our business, we just don't, we don't take enough time to be fully engaged with our daughters. Um, so the one that I, one of the things that I do is the daddy daughter date night once a week. Um, consistently, like every week, no matter what happens, no matter what the workload's like, I have to take time out to go on a date with my daughter and to help her, re, you know, help reinforce for her that she's beautiful and that she's wonderful and that she's amazing and that, you know, she means the world to me because they're looking up at us each and every day, um, you know, looking for that affirmation. No matter how you look at it, a father till the day you die will be the most important man in a woman's life or in your daughter's life. And so I think it's important to be fully present and help remind them of that. A second concept was to be uh, one of the biggest pieces was to uh, was to not be too overprotective. So there was a chapter in there from uh, Joshua Rivers, a fellow friend of mine and podcaster, and, and he was a fatherless father as well. And he wrote his chapter about second. He, he wrote his chapter about on being a fatherless father and being overprotective. And so the concept about, you know, where do we draw the line between being too protective versus giving the freedom to our daughters um, as we raise them up, especially in the teenage years, I think was important. And one of the other ones was just uh, the biggest component was going to be, uh, I'm trying to think of my favorites here. The other one was just knowing that the time is fleeting and that to cherish every one of the moments that you have. So from zero to, no, not right now, baby. From zero to 18, as long as they're home with you, um, to just know that, you know, they're not going to be there forever and to take advantage of those times, those teenage years, and just just know that everything you do, uh, you only get one shot. You only get one opportunity. So each choice that you make, you know, each choice you make, each reaction you have, good or bad is the one that they're going to remember and the one that you're going to give. So think twice. Yeah, there you go. Um, I love the whole idea of the father daughter dates. I do that with my daughter regularly. I haven't made it a commitment to do it weekly. So I love that idea of the weekly daughter, daddy daughter date night. Uh, what, tell us about what you do. Do you take her outside to a park or to a movie, to a swimming pool? Uh, are you just staying at home doing puzzles? Tell us what those dates look like over the course of the year. Okay. Yeah. So the first few dates, uh, the first few we did were the, we went to Baskin Robbins right down the road. So that was the very first night I took her out and it was just her and I, and we got strawberry and cherry ice cream. 
who we just sat there together and it was amazing. And we just laughed and, and she's only three. So, um, so we're just sitting there eating, eating Baskin Robbins ice cream together, you know, and she's, you know, looking at other people and laughing and making jokes about everything. And it was just hilarious. And, and so ever since then, now, uh, whenever we drive past it on the way home, cause it's right around the corner from our house. Anytime we drive by, she she says, can we go get daddy daughter ice cream? Can we go get daddy daughter ice cream? It's just adorable. And then the second one was um, they had the free kids movies all through the summer. Um, so almost so almost every week, at least once, sometimes twice a week, I'd take her out to the movie at 10 o'clock and we'd go have popcorn and her and I would just watch the free kids movie there. And I threw a piece of butter popcorn in her eyeball once and she cried and that wasn't the funniest thing, but. It was, I thought, you know, like a good dad and daughter date would be like, you know, flick some popcorn and she started crying hysterically in the middle of the emoji movie. Oh, uh, sorry to hear. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I felt bad. I was like, you should have blocked. You're supposed to block the corn. But yeah, the movie nights. Uh, and then a lot of the times too, during the summer here, we, we have a pool. So we would just go down and hang out at the pool, just the two of us or run around the gazebo. And it's hard to get creative, but it was worth it. Well, you're challenging me, my friend. So this is what I'm committing to do. I'm going to do something similar to you that a uh, regular daily, uh, sorry, not daily, uh, <laughs> weekly. Daily would be even harder to do something daily. I mean, you can do things like obviously like playing uh, games, doing a bedtime story. But I love the idea of taking uh, your daughter totally away from the home environment, from mom involved, and then taking her for that quality daddy-daughter time. And of course, do that with your sons too. Don't just favor the daughter if you have multiple children do that with your sons so they don't feel left out right so uh you also not just write books yourself but you also help people uh, create book funnels so uh for those people listening watching you don't really know what is a book funnel define it and how does it work Ooh. well the secret sauce here so a book funnel essentially is is going to be the number one method for you to be able for any author to be able to sell their books online um, without having to compete for price on Amazon, without making their book a commodity, you know, you have the ability to make an actual offer. Um, and the most common, the most common process is going to be what's called a, a free plus shipping. So if we give away a copy of the book for free, um, not only are you able as an author to help spread your message and magnify it by getting your book into the hands of as many people across the world as possible, um, from a business side of it, you're also going to be able to help monetize um, the way the funnels work. You give away a copy of the book for free, and then there's usually a couple of upsells or downsells or different offers that you can help, um, you know, help promote to to your audience um, for the buyers that are active and ready to to change their lives and get started here. Um, and so it also helps you uh, liquidate your advertising costs while also spreading the message. So something that usually doesn't happen with a typical website. Now, most authors, you know, write a book, put up a website, and then it's sort of a static page and it's send a bunch of traffic to it and it's like slamming people into a brick wall because no one knows what to do and a confused mind never buys. And um, the reason we all write books is because we want the world to read our words and we want the words to change lives. And the only way that's going to happen is for someone to get a copy of the book in their hands and actually read it. So. So you have a few ways you can build a funnel for people. Uh, tell us about those different uh, ways that you personally can help support. Absolutely. Um, so the first option we have is going to be a, a pre-built book funnel. So 
Um, you'll have to sign up for a ClickFunnels account, and then there's a pre-built book funnel that I will give you, and you can just download it directly into your account. It has all the structure laid out. It has everything intact for you. All the pages are already pre-built. All you have to do is you know, plug and play, so put in your copy, your images, your text, and then you're live and you're good to go and you're up and running. Um, within 45 minutes, you can literally have your book funnel up and built and be collecting sales and making money online which for some people who have yet to make their first dollar, I know is quite important. Um, the second option is going to be a done-for-you coaching funnel, or excuse me, a done-for-you book funnel. Um, I do have some coaching funnels as well, but uh, the done-for-you book funnel is one where I would actually go ahead. Um, I will take all the information and build out the entire funnel for you. So I'll put in all the images, all the text, all the copy. I'll build out the process for you, um, get everything up and running. I'll integrate your Integrate your email autoresponder because it's 2018, and if you're not building an email list to communicate and add value to the world, then you're not going to succeed as a business owner. Um, so that's the done for you option. Also comes with two coaching calls with me um, to help you kind of go through the funnel, explain things, and help give you some secret strategies behind the scenes there to get you going. And then the third option would be the done for you exclusive uh, VIP option, and that's everything that's included with the done for you funnel. Um, with about five coaching calls as well um, to really help you get everything started and running and walk through and more of a more of a uh, hands-on hold the hand make sure that you're up and on your feet running a little bit here faster option love it i definitely encourage people to take you up on uh, those offers there uh, to help build their sales funnel to their book so uh you also do speaking you do a lot of stuff you know, it's amazing yes. that you're able to balance it all. But uh, you did a TEDx talk. Tell us about uh, the title and what the theme of the talk was. Yeah, thanks for asking. So the one of the proudest moments of my life, actually, the TEDx talk. Um, so I graduated Saginaw Valley State University here in Saginaw, Michigan. That was my alumni. And that was where I actually gave the TEDx talk. So this is 2015. Um, they were giving their, it was their inaugural TEDx talk. It was the very first one, and I was the very first speaker at the event as well. So to this day, I am the inaugural TEDx speaker for the very first TEDx talk at my own alumni, which was, you know, kind of a, a, a come around sort of uh, a pivotal moment for me. I was really proud of, and the theme was roots and wings. Uh, the theme for the event was roots and wings. So the talk that I gave was actually called "Fatherless to Fatherhood: The Journey." And essentially, it was my story of personal transformation and telling the story of how I lost my dad, how I lost my dad and went through those those heavy three to there's a three days, the Thursday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday was kind of the pinnacle of the story of what had happened with my family and us moving out and everything. And then and then um, finding out that my dad passed away. And then um, and the rest of the story of how I transformed and met my coach and got everything up and going. So. The elongated version, if you will, of my introduction from the show today. I'll have that uh, TEDx link below so you guys can watch it. I, uh, uh, the reason I'm so passionate about TEDx is because I'm doing my first TEDx talk in just three weeks. It's happening on November 11th here in the oh, Philippines, and it's going to be how, awesome. how to become a digital nomad. So I'm super excited. And right now, it's almost become a full-time job for me. or well, not a full-time, but a part-time job. I'm doing about 20 hours of work a week on it. Like I'm writing the script, I'm rehearsing it, I'm watching other TEDx talks. So uh, what is your advice for speakers like me, either aspiring TEDx speakers or got accepted and they're about to deliver their talk or 
wannabe TEDx speakers. What's your tips and advice as an alumni TEDxer? Well, if I can give you the secret sauce, uh, here's the funny thing about it. I've been having people ask me for the past two weeks now. Um, you know, it's been more more common pace. People have been seeing it, and they're like, well, how'd you become a TEDx speaker? Like, how do you do it? How do you do it? What are the secrets? What are the answers? And um, in the short version, right, is I actually stumbled across the TEDx talk. I found, I had no idea that Saginaw Valley was actually doing a TEDx talk until the day I decided that I wanted to become a TEDx speaker. And when I Googled it, I found Saginaw Valley. They had made the announcement about a year ago and there was a one week left. There was, a, there was only one week left for the deadline to apply. And so I applied for it. And then when I had submitted my video, I got accepted. And when I was going through the process, I actually hired, I hired Lance Armstrong. He was the 2005 or 2009, I believe, uh, world champion of public speaking for anyone that's familiar with Toastmasters. And I hired him for a coaching session and I went through and did the same thing as you. I put my whole entire script together and I was practicing and I had everything memorized and I thought it was perfect. And I had, you know, part one and part two and part three. And then about a, a week or so before the actual event, I'd sat with my, sat with my coach, Terry, the original coach of mine. And I went through and I gave my presentation and I got done and he looked at me and he said, you're better than that. And so I remember when I got on stage to give the talk, essentially everything I had scripted out, everything I had memorized just kind of went to the wayside. And I just stood there and it was the most honest and vulnerable and authentic talk that I think I've ever given till that point. And, um, and so the best advice I would give to everyone is to not get caught up in the script and not get caught up in memorizing it and making it sound perfect because for most people, for anybody, a TEDx talk is sort of the pinnacle for speakers. And it's 20 minutes for you to be the most genuine, humble, authentic person that you can be to give as much of yourself as you can. And if you can take that opportunity and use it in that regard, instead of giving the top three points or the best five tips on the next widget, um, I think the world's going to resonate with you a lot more than. Um, than you might think so that is rock solid secret sauce advice thank you for that. <laughs> no problem and what's next uh you know you do all these things you do speaking coaching book publishing you help other authors build their book funnels uh you're active and involved in your own journey as a dad and helping other dads what's next tell us about the future what's your vision in terms of family business and travels Okay. Yeah. Perfect. So the next thing here, uh, I'm on the um, so the next thing here is actually going to, uh, we got a couple things here. So my wife and I do Amazon FBA, we private label art supplies and, um, we've been selling those for about two and a half years. So she runs that five figure business and takes care of our daughter. Um, we're very blessed because of that. Um, so, but the next thing in regards to that, we're working on launching our webinar and putting together a coaching and training program for artists to help them learn how to make money, how to make money online and grow their businesses um, for all the creatives in the world, the artist. And then uh, we have a few other products in the pipeline. And once we get those going, then we plan on getting an RV, um, probably making our big move down to Tennessee. And then from there, being able to build a house and travel out, travel out. Um, hit all 50 states and then start getting more um, some international travel under our belts as well. And then the other thing that I'm launching on the dad side of things is I'm launching a new mastermind program. It's called Dad's Doing Business. 
And so that's a, a monthly mastermind program, you know, coaching mastermind sort of deal um, for dads that are entrepreneurs that are looking to really just get connected and stay plugged into a group and make things happen. So, so that's about it, man, doing some coaching, a little bit more speaking. Um, and then, you know, as well, Mr. Matt Woodrum, I'm gonna give a plug to him. Yeah. Um, I, I shouldn't, I guess I'm not sure if this is top secret, but he mentioned a potential book project that he's working on. So I was invited to contribute a chapter. So three-time best-selling author in the works here this is what, uh, what I got planned as well. And of course I'll help him put the funnel together. <laughs> Shout out to Matt. He's one of our previous guests. I actually was in his podcast as well. And uh, we're doing a little bit of a trade back and forth with our coaching too. And uh, he's actually putting on a virtual summit all about fatherhood and he's publishing this book, which I'm also a part of as well. So awesome. we, were, we were meant to connect you, Jason. It's just, we have so many kindred spirits here. And, you know, I also am a big passionate about uh, helping dads uh, get into business and entrepreneurship so they can spend more time with their families. And of course, travel will bring families closer together as well. So I love the fact that we're able to connect here, Jason. Uh, so for people who are listening and watching who want to connect, speaking connection with you, how can they connect? What's your website, social media, more? Yeah, absolutely. If they want to find me, um, primarily they can find me on Facebook. They can like my page at Jason Pockrant. Um, my website, my personal website is just jasonpockrant.com. And then the free book offer is going to be available at fatherdaughterconversationsbook.com. Um, as you mentioned, they can go there and get a free copy. Just got to cover shipping and handling. And then we'll get those sent out right away to everyone. And um, other than that, though, I would love to have anybody feel free to message me or reach out any way I can help and anything I can do. Um, I love connecting and helping other dads. So anybody that wants some insight, then I'm happy to help your audience and reach out, see what I can do to help them. So beautiful. So definitely encourage you to do just that. Connect with Jason. Don't hold back, man. Just do it. If you've resonated with anything that Jason said, shoot him an email, go to his website, do the contact form, message him on Facebook and make stuff happen. Either, uh, you know, in terms of coaching, getting the book, um, hiring him for the book funnel or anything else you feel you want to do. So Jason, uh, thanks again, my friend, and we'll catch up with you soon. Yeah, I appreciate it, Ricky. Thanks for having me on the show. And thanks everyone for tuning into this episode of Digital Nomad Mastery, where we teach you, as you've seen, a lot of stuff, including how to be a better dad, how to uh, do coaching and speaking and TEDx talks and books and book funnels and much more. So make sure you tune into the next episode where we'll have even more uh, valuable content from all of our different speakers. So thanks, everyone, and subscribe to us on iTunes and YouTube and all the different podcast mediums. I will catch you in the next episode.